Welcome to the Book Business Boss Show, hosted by Julia Royston, helping you get your message to the masses, turn your words into wealth, and be a book business boss. Well, I'm Dr. Julia Royston, and welcome to the Book Business Boss Show. I'm the Book Business Boss and owner of BK Royston Publishing, Royal Media and Publishing, and the coaching community, the Book Business Bosses, where we help you get your message to the masses, turn your words into wealth, and help you become a book business boss. Um, the Book Business Bosses is all about books, creating products and services to sell, which is a business, and being a boss in whatever area, industry, message that you have. So I am super excited um, to bring you um, information, tools, and that I pray that will help you um, be the book business boss that you are. So we have been talking about um, platform building books, introducing yourself, um, as well as establishing yourself as an expert, um, as a leader, um, they're showing your knowledge base, showing your expertise. And we've also talked about anthologies and, um, and using anthologies or collective books with multiple authors in them um, as platform building books to make a statement um, for your industry, for your business, for your career, um, for your expertise, but combining multiple perspectives, uh, multiple experiences, uh, multiple educational backgrounds, but a one uh, theme um, and uh, maybe a resource and a directory of sorts. But I also, in this episode, we're going to talk about lessons learned from anthologies. Um, because I know there's a lot of discussion. And if I opened it up for others, there would be those who say, I don't like anthologies. I don't want to do an anthology. Um, how do I make money with anthologies? That might be another show, too. But uh, right now, I just want to really talk to you about seven lessons that I've learned from anthologies or seven cautions or um, not really failures, not really problems. That's not what I'm getting down into. I'm just, I want you to think about and consider an anthology. It can be profitable. Um, I mean, I've seen all types of ranges for uh, in uh, being in part of an anthology from $250, which includes editing and all of that, to hundreds of dollars um, and thousands of dollars, even, depending on the platform of the person that's compiling or the industry, their influence, and all of that. But I, I want you to go back to the basics. It has great potential, but you got to make sure that you um, have a foundation for it. And that's the reason why. If you are considering an anthology and you've listened to the episodes, the Book Business Boss Show, um, and considered it, I need for you, and you're still thinking about it, I need for you to reach out to me and let's have a conversation so I can hear your heart and I can share my experience and expertise and so that we can get a plan of action to move forward. Because a part of this is making sure that it is a win-win and making sure that it's beneficial for all parties considered and not just uh, a fundraiser for the compiler and the publisher and the printer and the distributor, but also a, uh, a win for um, those that are 
um, contributing to it and and beneficial really to the readers that are going to read it. So um, and that has uh, have real questions, have real problems, and have need real solutions and need real answers. So let's go back to the beginning with an anthology. You're talking about multiple people. Uh, multiple contributors into one book. Okay, that's the definition. But you also have to determine what's the topic, what's the point, and and just setting settling down on what the actual goal of this anthology is. Who do you want to reach? Who's your target audience? Um, even the people that you select for uh, f- to contribute to it, and we'll talk about that in a minute. You know, what do uh, are they already speaking to that audience? Are they already um, meeting that need? Do they have programs? Do they have other products and services that could be a complement along with this book? So therefore, what's the topic? So uh, we've used the beauty business before. So let's just uh, let's use another industry that's been under uh, high scrutiny. And um, as a former educator myself, I'm always um, looking for ways to assist, support, Pray for uh, educators because uh, it is a rough, um, serious, and uh, it's probably the hardest job I've ever had. Um, it can be long-term gratifying, but um, it can be hard being in the trenches of that. Um, so the topic, if we're wanting to somehow compile a book of experienced educators, and, you know, that's a great idea, you know, I, even speaking it out, I, I might even still do that, but let's just use it for our example. And if you see that coming down the pike later, <laughs> uh, you'll know I, I came up with it or I helped do that. But anyway, so if you're wanting to compile a book of experienced educators who want to help new educators or those who thought they were going to be in the field or wanted to be in the field or are working in college to be in the field, so what's the actual point? The topic is education and tools, tricks, and um, strategies from experienced educators. But the point is to keep educators coming into the field. is to um, create a, a means and a resource and helpful guide outside the college classroom to help retain educators. Okay. So therefore, um, that should be hopefully the goal. Um, also, the goal of the anthology, of course, is to sell books. The goal of the anthology is for it to be profitable. The goal of the anthology is for the contributors to be able to sell the books, make money back for what they put in, uh, um, uh, the payment that they had, and then uh, you know be profitable and then offer that resource to their platform and the more platforms and continue to do so over and over and over again. Because as I've always said, books are evergreen. So that should be the topic, uh, you know, of, of we're doing that. What is your topic? Uh, what is your point and what is the goal? Okay, hopefully it has more purpose-filled goal rather than just money uh, because people will make connections with it more if it meets uh, a need, solves a problem, answers a question, and uh, is a part of your purpose. Okay, so making sure you have that solidified. So when people say, I just want to make some money, girl, I'm always like, whoa, okay. Yeah, I know we can make money, but what's your point? Why do people need this book? Thinking of that strategically and um, um, intentionally 
makes a lot more sense than, oh, I just want to make some money. Well, you can do anything to make money. But when you're doing a book and the investment and the time and the effort that goes into it, we need to make sure that we have a point and we have a purpose and then we'll find the people. Okay. Number two, be selective of the contributors. Uh, as uh, you know, know some background of who they are. Have an application process. Either know them uh, personally or there's some type of application process. Why do you want to be in this book? Uh, what do you have to contribute? What experience do you have um, to contribute? And not just, okay, you're financially able to help with the publishing fees, et cetera, and promotional fees and printing, et cetera. But do you have a heart and a passion for this specifically? Have you devoted uh, a lot of time to this industry that it would make you a great resource? Have you been a positive contributor or are you a whistleblower and always uh, seem to have a cloud of negativity surrounding you as a contributor? So we're talking about, if you're just joining me, I'm Dr. Julia Royston, and we're talking about platform building books, lesson learned from anthologies. Number one, making sure you have a purpose and not just wanting to make profit. Number two, being careful of who contributes. Um, I've learned that lesson that people who write well are not necessarily marketing and promotional people. They may not ever post and market and promote the book. And if you didn't make that a requirement, then if they don't do it, you can't complain. If that's not something that they normally do or they're not willing to sign a contract for that uh, um, um requirement that they have to post so many times, they have to post on this day or they have to buy this many books, then you shouldn't be disappointed. And that's one of the main rare lessons. I didn't require it. So I, I couldn't complain when they didn't do it. I was shocked. I was surprised. I would thought, you know, your name's on a book. You would want to contribute. You'd want to help push it. But that doesn't necessarily mean that. Because some people feel like the publisher is going to do it all. The one who contributed is going to do all the promotion. But that's not really the point of an anthology. It should be a collective work. We have collective contributions, but we should also have uh, uh, collectively marketing and promotions. Everybody should put their shoulder to the wheel to make it a success and not just the person who came up with the idea or who signed the contract or who, um, you know, called the meeting. So number one, purpose, point, goal. Number two, be selective of the con contributors the people who uh, write a, a chapter and who contribute to the uh, anthology. Number three, having an organizational structure. You know, like um, who's going to be the contact point, how royalty is going to be done, uh, you know, having the schedule aligned, you know, just uh, that whole organ, be organized as much as possible. Because if, if you don't meet a goal, if you don't have a goal, you don't have a date, you don't have all of that set out in stone and all organized. This is what we're going to do. This is how it's going to be done. This is what our goal is. It could be all over the place and you could be months doing something that, you know, everybody's only going to write a thousand words. That could take 30 days to do. That could take two weeks. It could take a weekend, really, if you focused on it. But if you're not organized and how everything's going to be submitted, when to who, where's the money going to go? When is it due? You know, all of that. So having an organizational structure in place so that people will clearly know what the requirement is, 
what's expected of them, what's the obligation, and having that all laid out in writing and organized makes all the difference in the world. So one, got your purpose and your point, your goal. Number two, be selective of the contributors, people you reach out to. Hopefully you have a relationship with. People will surprise you, but hopefully you have a relationship with them. Three, be organized, have an organizational structure. Four, payments, procedures, policies. This is what we will do. This is what we won't do. This is what we will tolerate. This is what we won't tolerate. And if you have a problem, here's your money back and here's your chapter. And go on. It's yours for life. Number five, having uh, um, due dates and deadlines. You know, this is when it's absolutely have to be done. And if you don't turn it in by this time, you may not be uh, included and you may not get your money back. It's a non-refundable deposit. You know, that should be a part of your organizational structure determining when that's due. And if you put a deposit down and you don't pay the rest, sorry, you don't get your refund because we are on a mission, on a goal. we got something to do. we got something to reach. God forbid you're trying to um, release at a specific time of the year or um, a specific um, event, whether that's in person or virtual, having that goal and set should just be, whoa, you know, that's a part of your organizational structure. So your purpose point, being selective of your contributors, have being organized, set up your payments, your procedures, your policies. How are royalties going to be distributed? Are they, or you just buy the wholesale, uh, pay for the wholesale rate of the book, and then the rest of it is your royalty to do what you want. You can sell as many as you want. We don't care. You, but you got to set that out in stone and organize that and arrange that. Having due dates. And deadlines all set. And I'm going to pause right here and I'll be back with more. So you've written a book and people liked it, but they want more from you, the message and your methods. Where do you begin? How do you get started? Visit BeABookBusinessBoss.com. That's BeABookBusinessBoss.com. And download my free ebook, From Author to Entrepreneur at BeABookBusinessBoss.com, helping you get your message to the masses, turn your words into wealth, and be a book business boss. Hi, my name is Dr. Kendra Royston, president and founder of Stupid Science Incorporated, where it is our mission to help encourage and inspire underrepresented students to continue their pursuit of STEM careers. Now, some of you may not be familiar with the term STEM, but it's something that we in the field use to serve as a shorthand to refer to science, technology, engineering, and mathematics careers. We at Stupid Science hope to lessen the financial burden of students who have an interest in these fields because no one will do the research about us, care about us, and make the advancements that we need to help the people in our community more so than us. So. If you would like to contribute to our scholarship fund, you can visit us at www.stupidscienceinc.org or email us at stupidscienceinc at gmail.com. The Book Business Boss Book Club is designed for readers and authors to meet. 
bringing you excellent fiction and nonfiction books so that you can explore, dissect, discover, ask questions of the author, meet and greet, have fun, giveaways, win prizes, but also express your frustration, your likes, your dislikes at a book. Who wouldn't like that? I'm a reader. I love reading and I hope you do too. To register to join the free Book Business Boss Book Club, go to bookbusinessbossbookclub.com. That's the bookbusinessbossbookclub.com. Have you written a nonfiction book that you really want to take that message to the next level? You need help. You need a coach. You need a mentor. You need guidance. You want to produce products and services surrounding your book. If that sounds like you, go to beabookbusinessboss.com. That's beabookbusinessboss.com. Download the free ebook from author to entrepreneur and then make an appointment at talkwithroyston.com to get the help you need to take your message to the masses and turn your words into wealth and be a book business boss. That's beabookbusinessboss.com. And we're back. I'm Dr. Julia Royston, and this is the Book Business Boss um, show. And I trust that uh, you have enjoyed what I've talked about so far. If you ever thought about being in an anthology or you have been in an anthology, um, I hope that this uh, show is helping you think about it, especially if you uh, decide you want to collectively um, compile um, some chapters by diverse authors on your own. So we've been talking about the point, the purpose, contributors, organized, being organized, payments, due dates. Let's talk about a marketing calendar. When you're going to roll this thing out. That's the reason why due dates and deadlines are so important. Um, Making sure you have slick graphics, beautiful flyer. um, uh, Each one of your authors has a graphic that goes along with it. When are you going to roll it out? And when do they launch? When is the ebook going to be? When are we going to be um, going live? When are we going to uh, just make the world know about what we have to offer? So having a marketing calendar is really key. What graphics are going to go what day? What graphics can you just post anytime? Um, what links should they use? What links do you want to use? Um, what links, where is your book going to be available for sale for everybody? So having that marketing calendar in place will help with book sales, will also help with bringing that visual and bringing more eyes on your book as you continue to grow it. And as I've always stated before, hopefully with the anthology, that's multiple people pushing the same book, the same cover, the same message at the same time to help get it to the masses. So if you have 10 contributors, That should be 10 people at least marketing and promoting. And hopefully on their platforms with their followers and that social media and their email list, they'll continue to share and spread the word and it will turn into um, sales. And then finally, in regards to a promotional marketing, promotional calendar, hopefully you'll find ways for promotional extension. Um, Sometimes when um, people, contributors say, all right, I made my money out of the book. I'm good. If it sells, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But hopefully you'll find ways 
as whether you're the compiler, whether you're a contributor, to extend the topic of that book beyond just the book. Being able to either um, continue to promote it on social media, um, be interviewed on podcasts, go live, have virtual events, uh, have webinars, have a conference with all the contributors is really, really important. One of the lessons I've learned with anthology is when I started to do that, I was like, okay, we're all going to be interviewed um, on a specific day. What day works for you? What day doesn't work for you? Okay, we've got that all scheduled. And then I literally had an anthology. I didn't, I didn't compile it. I was a part of it. No one showed. So therefore, that goes back to the topic, the point, and the goal. It was not emphasized, and it wasn't important to them that we all promote at the same time. Now, why you wouldn't want to be a part of an interview, I do not know. But that is a major lesson that I learned. I couldn't believe it. I was just like, oh, my goodness. So you know what I did? I went live by myself. I promoted the book myself because I had copies. I had copies available to sell. It would have been better if we'd had a group together go live and, and talk about it and our perspective and the thing we contributed. But they didn't. But I felt like because of the part that I played in it, I participated in it, I, I went live myself. I told people about it myself. I have given copies away. I have uh, bundled it with other inspirational uh, um, anthologies. I've done multiplicity of things. Uh, I have included as a glam bag, a grab bag uh, for people who registered for my online conferences. I always find ways to extend the promotional efforts of books and to incorporate them into my message, into my events, into uh, helping people with what they're um, striving to do. On the other hand, it also helps promote the other people that were in the anthology. Okay. So, you know, I leave that, uh, as they say, I leave that up to God and what happens with that. I just know my heart was in the right place and I put forth the effort and I believe God rewards us for it. So those are kind of some lessons that are really, you know, uh, um, lessons for us all to take into account, uh, especially when you're doing a group uh, collaborative uh, anthology. You know, when I'm writing a book, it's me. I create the characters. God gives me the creativity, the juices, the ideas, and I can have it turn however I want to, come out however I want to. But when you're in a collective work, it's a lot more work to make sure that we're all on the same page, focus on the same thing, striving for the same goal. So those are kind of some lessons I've learned. It could be a powerful platform building uh, experience for all of us. But you have to make sure that uh, as the scripture says, and the people had a mind to work. If everybody has a mind for the same goal, the same ability and the same uh, results, we can make something happen. But that usually happens when we're not you know, all on the same page. Lessons learned from anthologies. I still love them. I still contribute to them. Um, I still would be willing to publish them. But I take the lessons that I've learned to create a better experience, to create an even better win-win for all the contributors to try to assist them and help them 
figure out more ways that we can get our message to the masses, turn their words into wealth and be a book business boss. I hope that that helps you. I'm Dr. Julia Royston, and this has been the Book Business Boss Show. Um, Be blessed in all that you do and be a book business boss. Have a great day. You have been listening to the Book Business Boss Show. For more information on how you can become a book business boss, visit www.bookbusinessbosses.com. That's bookbusinessbosses.com. Reading is not only a fundamental right, but should be enjoyed, encouraged, and entertainment for children everywhere. B.K. Royston Publishing is proud to present the B.K. Royston Book Bear. The book and bear are now available at RoystonRoyalBookstore.com. Do you have a prayer request? Envision Radio now has a prayer circle, and we want to pray for you and your situation. Please email us at EnvisionRadio20 at gmail.com or call 502-390-2055 and leave a message. We will petition the Lord with you in mind. Prayer changes things. Have a blessed day.